Phantom House. It's the place for podcasts. Welcome to the living room. Please make yourself at home. This week, I chatted with Hardly Boys while they were on tour from Seattle. We talked about the city, of course, wanting to play short songs and some Tinder tips. Before we jump in, though, I would really appreciate it if y'all would rate slash review us on iTunes. Thanks to you all. We now have more than one review. We have a couple reviews, and it's really cool. Please help us overtake the other Living Room podcasts. Your reviews really do a lot for those numbers, so please keep them, keep them rolling in. Um, okay, Hardly Boys were so great to talk with. They had a great energy. You can find the music at hardlyboys.bandcamp.com. Let's go, dudes. Yeah. All right. Yes. Is there a Mrs. Is Worldwide? Bart Page, Marilyn Monroe, Hello. Mrs. Worldwide, Angel Landing, Mrs. Awkward Teen Hunger Force, Mrs. Worldwide, Marilyn Monroe, and I went and saw Awkward Teen Hunger Force. Comes in a white dress for a drive, and boobs are hanging out. Driving along, and then we saw Oprah. She just Oprah was like, "Yeah." And then Oprah was like, "You get a car, and you get a car, and you get a car." And you like, "Oprah, we already have a car. We drove here. Mrs. Worldwide has a car already. Like, we don't need this free car, Oprah." I don't know what do you want us to just start when we're ready? Are you going to introduce it and then we start? You start with a song and then we do it. Okay, perfect, stuff. perfect. We can do that. Are you ready? Ready when you are.
Cool. That's it. <laughs> all right. Um, so can we start by having you all introduce yourselves and what you play in the band? Yeah. I'm Miranda. I sing and I play guitar and bass. <laughs> Uh, I'm Zeke. Uh, I play drums and occasionally sing. Um, and I'm Emma. I play bass and guitar and sing. (laughs) Great. And this is hardly boys. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So how did you all meet each other and then end up in this band together? Great question. Well, so Emma and I went to high school together. Mm -hmm. We went to an all girls Catholic high school Uh (laughs) and, um, Uh like our junior and senior year, we were like, uh, F this and started playing in a punk band. We had another member originally, Anna, um, and she was our bassist and, then we just kind of said, let's keep doing this. This is really fun. Mm-hmm. So once we graduated, we kept doing it. And I just kind of found my way into it. We yeah. picked up Zeke along the way. <laughs> he was older and we were like, oh, my God. Oh my He's already been to college I was, and back. I was one year older. Well, <laughs> well it was exciting <laughs> for high schoolers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we had keys originally. Now we now that we're oh, three yeah, piece, yeah. we just do guitar, bass, drums. So, uh-huh. yeah. Cool. Was your was your band ever contentious in high school? Was that a was that a thing at all or like what do you mean? Like, like did the was because it was an all girls Catholic high yeah. school? Was it at all like a problem? Oh, anytime? oh my gosh. Well, okay. So we're from Seattle. So <laughs> the thing is, like, I feel like if we went to all girls Catholic high school in like Texas, it would have been contentious. But yeah. because it was in Seattle, mm-hmm. all of our teachers were like, like super so supportive. supportive. Like yeah. we have teachers who like really still it. come to our shows. Yeah, and I like, know their teachers now. Yeah, like he knows who they are, and he obviously didn't go there. So I think I wish it was contentious, but it wasn't. <laughs> I know it would have been a little more school? fun, a little more risky. Yeah, like it would have felt more rebellious. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just met Zeke through playing shows, or. So Anna, who was in Hardly Boys, she played upright bass for Emma Toyota and um, Zeke was playing drums with Emma. And basically the first day Anna met Zeke, she was like, hey, be in our band. And I was like, "Okay." Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Were you down just because you've been wanting you were wanting to play in a band? Yeah. Well, I asked her what kind of band it was and she was like indie punk. And I was like, "Okay, yeah. Like, you don't have to ask me twice. I really need to be in a punk band. So. It kind of just worked out. Zeke made us much more punk than we were originally. Oh, definitely. Without a drummer, we could have gone nowhere. <laughs> That's not true. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? There is a band, I think, that doesn't have a drummer. Oh, there's many. I'm but sure there's many. But, but I mean, like, they played on NPR. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Zeke really holds us together. Yeah, this is true. He's our rock. <laughs> He's our rock. Our Dwayne, the rock. <laughs> When did you start playing then? Um, Just your instrument. So I started playing um, when I was a kid. I took guitar lessons from like fifth grade to like eighth grade. But then I stopped playing. I was like, F this. I don't want to practice. And then like junior year of high school, I picked it up again. I was like, okay, this is kind of fun. And I've been playing since (laughs) then. Yeah. I've been playing since I've been playing drums since I was in like fourth grade. Uh, Really? Yeah, I was always just like banging on stuff and my dad always wanted to be a drummer, but his parents wouldn't let him have a kit. And actually, my parents were divorced and the drum kit wasn't at his house, but he was very encouraging to for me to play at my mom's house. 
so yeah, I just I've been playing for a long time. Um, I guess I played piano since I was like or I took piano lessons like since I was like in second grade or something like that. And that's why I like went to the keys at first and then when yeah, and then I guess picked up bass and guitar really along the way, just like YouTube and yeah. just like looking at like guitar tabs and just kind of figuring out how to where to put your yeah. hands. Yeah, we both are like know. learning bass right now. Yeah. So but it's 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 going. It's it's I we're think, touring yeah, and playing it. So it's you know, <laughs> something. Um do you, fun though. <laughs> do you consider yourself more of a key player still or um no. No. I mean <laughs> Piano was something that like I was never so passionate about, so like I never feel like I actually learned <laughs> that much. But I mean, I can like. But she's a great key player. Oh, she is. Thanks. I can do stuff. I can do some things. <laughs> I can't do much, but did so you know? Did, did the way you change, or sorry, did the way you play change considerably from keys to? guitar bass etc and i mean that more in like style rather than like the obvious they are different instruments yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um i don't think so i feel like for me it was just kind of like following the rhythm and just kind of like beep bop <laughs> just kind of doing that on all the instruments i don't know yeah i, feel I like never really that, thought of that but yeah now that we don't have keys too we're definitely like uh louder i think yeah than oh, we yeah? were before because I think we're like, how can we make up for this? How can we yeah. change the this? empty space? I think it yeah. forces yeah. us all to play more. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, because we don't have like the constant drone of the Ring. keys in the back. So like <laughs> guitar has to fill in more. Like, yeah, exactly. That's interesting. Do you, do you, since it, is this a three piece when you write also or? Mm. Occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. So we write like. Well, our writing styles changed a lot too in the past like year. I feel like we're so like, I don't know if this is our final form. We're like, <laughs> we're so open to like whatever. But um, we write, so in the past we like wrote like our whole album basically was like songs that like Emma and I had kind of written independently and then we come together and then we like teach them to each other and kind of like uh -huh. fill in the rest and mm -hmm. how we want it to be. But now we're starting to write more collaboratively like um, we've been playing some new songs, like we'll play one later, um, that is uh, like Zeke and I wrote together. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even just like now, like figuring out how the songs go, like even if someone comes with lyrics, it's like we all kind of help figure out like the structure of it and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is I think that's also come with us get, being more confident with our instruments, because like before it was like, well, I know exactly how this goes. So I can <laughs> teach you exactly how I know how to play it. But mm -hmm. now it's kind of like, OK, we have a little wiggle room. We yeah. can figure out like how we want this to go instead of like just exactly what the person wrote. So, yeah. And then do you think the songs that you write because you're saying you kind of like do like different groups different mm -hmm. two mm -hmm. different people like come together and make different songs do you think like the type of song is different based on like what person is writing a song oh yeah, yeah we have very so. different not mm -hmm. very different but just like i don't know you how can so? tell the difference who does what who's doing what well so any song that's like super funny was probably Zeke. Yes. Or like Zeke had a hand in it. Not yes. that like we aren't funny. Emma and I are very funny. Very but, funny. <laughs> but um 
Like silly on our album, Dear Diarrhea, Zeke has a song called Alt Right Punks Fuck Off, and it's just like so witty and smart and funny. And um, I <laughs> love to write a sad song. I've written a lot of like we have a song literally called Sad. Like that's <laughs> that really encompasses what I write. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So if and now that I'm like feeling more confident with guitar, I'm writing more like guitar parts for songs and stuff. That mm-hmm. that's different. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Emma's songs are also really good at like telling a story yeah. more so than a narrative ours. writer. Like, Damn. Yeah. It's <laughs> true. That. It's true. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so then Zeke, were you the one who wrote the houseboat song? Um, so I had like kind of I had come up with the chorus, which it, I, I don't know if you've heard it, but the chorus is very simple. <laughs> it's one word. And I was like, we should make a song out of this. Um, And we were recording our album and we were like, we need another song. So Miranda just like came over and like wrote out a guitar part because I don't know notes or melodies (laughs) or anything like that. So Miranda wrote that out. And then we just like. I think I came up with the Tom Hanks line. You came up with it because I had the the East Side Boys line, which doesn't really make any sense. And then we just tried to think of things that are like houseboat related and yeah. getting high related yeah Kyrie it's, helped a little bit too Kyrie helped yeah it's funny too because I don't smoke weed anymore so I always feel like a poser when I sing the song but I smoke enough for the both of us exactly <laughs> yeah that song is super funny <laughs> like more more so than the rest of the song like they're all pretty lighthearted, or at least in the way um they're played but mm-hmm. that one's like absurd oh <laughs> yes when oh, i was yes. listening to the album for the first time i was like wait a second <laughs> what's going on in this song yeah it's yeah. kind of ridiculous it's a lot of fun to play though I it's really, a lot of fun I to play yeah <laughs> cool and then you all don't live in seattle right currently they do yeah, okay. zeke, zeke and emma do yeah. yes zeke and, and emma. me miranda i'm in school so i'm like uh two-thirds of the year basically i'm like at school outside of boston and then we have we joke that hardly boys is a seasonal band like Uh when i'm on break or whatever when i'm home for some reason summer winter then we're in the summer we come out in the summer we we flourish flourish. and and i have like a month-long winter break so yeah but i'm also almost done i have like one more year so there's something really nice about that though because like you don't necessarily have the pressure feeling you have to be on with this like creative project mm-hmm. all the time because like oh i can dedicate summer to yeah. like doing this a lot a lot a lot yeah i really agree i think that that's been really nice because then you get space to like write you get space to like think about how much you miss each other and then you come <laughs> back and you're like yes, yes. <laughs> and then at the end you're like we, we gotta go we- no okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what are you going to school for in Boston? Um, Boston area. Yes. I go, to, I go to Wellesley College and I'm studying um, media arts and sciences, which is basically like computer science and art. So, yeah. That sounds sick. Yeah. Wait, no, tell me sick. more. Um, for this band interview. So it's really cool. And I get to count like music. It's, it's basically like new media focus. So I get to like yes. take like I took like an electronic music class that counts towards my major and like all my CS classes count towards my major. Like it's cool. Yeah, I like it. I don't know what I'll do with it, but we'll see. I mean, there's exactly there's the thing is like there's so many things. If I it's can new do with media. It. Yeah, it's just like exactly. it's, a, it's a degree in what's happening in the future exactly socially exactly technologically that's the thing 
but it's been fun. But I'm also cool. uh, ready to be done. I get that also. Yeah. I'm a year out of school. Oh, there you go. And it's like, great. Yeah. I'm done forever. I can't wait. (laughs) I mean, I can't wait, but (laughs) Emma's in school too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm almost done with my AA. (laughs) Yeah, you are. (laughs) Yep. Doing it. Home stretch. Yeah. Yeah, baby. (laughs) School sucks. School, I like, I like school, but I'm also like so glad to not be doing it anymore. (laughs) Yeah. It's just nice to live by your own rules that's not yeah. true because you have work because then you have work rules <laughs> i know i'm like i'll be free but then i'm like oh then it's just a new thing yeah. it's just a new <laughs> thing but hardly boys is forever <laughs> hardly boys is forever forever <laughs> so did you all grow up in seattle though or yeah, yeah. Okay. We, i mean i didn't know either of them growing up but mm-hmm. i definitely grew up in the same city yeah yeah, mm-hmm. we all did. Zeke actually went to high school with one of my cousins. Um, it's just like Seattle is like a small, Seattle's small, small city. Yeah, I mean, I come from. I was born and raised in LA, so I'm yeah, like, most cities are small. Is what I yes. have found. No, Seattle's it is. very small. It really is. Yeah, we yeah we all grew up uh, in Seattle, but didn't know each other until high school. Did you go to shows um, before college, like as as teens? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. That's how Emma and I really got to know each other was going yeah. to shows. We um mm-hmm. I think the first time we met, we saw this band called Kithkin. They're like a <laughs> Seattle band. Oh no way. And we were like so right? Yeah. yeah. And we were like so into them. And then I smoked my first cigarette with you. Don't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me look bad. Um <laughs> But we went and saw this band Kithkin, and then one of the guys in that band, Bob, he recorded our album. Bob Ice. So, Bob, Bob Ice, Ice and the Icy Boys. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we did go to shows a lot. Yeah, I did. I went to shows all the time in high school. Mm-hmm. I went a little bit in high school. I honestly started going more once I started hanging out with y'all. It was yeah. just like the thing to do. The thing to do. Yeah. Do you like the scene in Seattle? I do like the scene in Seattle. I think that like any mm-hmm. scenes, there's room for growth and improvement. Um, but I love there's some really tight knit groups of people and we've been really supported by the scene which is great Mm -hmm. like we started recently mannequin pussy tweeted something that was like be nice to your teen fans basically and i was like literally yes that's like so important like because we wouldn't be a band Mm -mm. if like taco cat and like lisa prank and like mommy long legs hadn't been like super supportive and nice to us when we were like in high school and babies we were babies and yeah. didn't know anything. And yeah. also teens are the people who like care the most about yeah. your band. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> the other night it was so sweet. We played at Arizona state and this group of girls came up to me after the show and they had like come just to see us. Oh. And I was like, Oh, this is the sweetest thing <laughs> in the world. Like there's nothing better, like truly nothing better. Like it was so nice. Yeah. So I'm really interested in talking to people about like, the physical makeup of like show spaces and like scenes in different places. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering like what kind of the landscape is like in Seattle. Like are there DIY spaces or there? It's a lot of house not shows. A lot. <laughs> yeah. A lot of house shows. I feel like I mostly, we mostly play in like houses that are converted into spaces. Yeah. And it comes and goes like, so we have, 
University of Washington is like in Seattle in the city. And so there's always like different houses that like run by UW kids that put on shows, but those come and go because they're college kids. So then it's like maybe, yeah, (laughs) maybe they all live in a house like uh, one year that really works and then not the next year. But, um, yeah, that's a big thing. And then there's the Vera Project, which is like a super amazing, legendary. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's like the best all ages venue in Seattle, though. It's like all ages all the time run by volunteers. And it's like really they get like great bands like Girlpool just played there. Like there's mm-hmm. all these big bands, but they also support like really small bands. Like we yeah. had like our record release there. And our first show was there. F- yeah. Our first show as a band Aww. was there. Yeah. 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 Our first show was Zeke. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> the only important shows. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That, that space is like city funded, right? It's kind of. It's a nonprofit. I think that they have some city funding, maybe some grants. Yeah. But they are also like, I think like, Pearl Jam helps fund them. The city like, likes to pretend like they fund the arts a lot more than they do. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what yeah. I'm wondering because based on the Vera Project web, web, website, it yeah. sounds like at some point Seattle proper or whatever was like, had, had gave them money I think they at the beginning. they helped them get their space. Yeah. Because they're in the Seattle center, which is like right under the Space Needle. Yeah. Like right and that's all city owned space. Yeah. And I think, so also the reason why the Vera project started was because like in the early 2000s, they were like, I don't remember what it was called. Was it like dance codes or something? And like, it was basically oh, like yeah. you couldn't have underage shows, like basically. So there was literally no spaces in Seattle where anyone under like 18 or 21 could go to shows. So the Vera project was like born out of that um, need for a space for young people. And like, I volunteered there all through high school. That's like where I met Anna. What? I did for a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. It was like the best. That really got me. Like I, I also wouldn't be into music without the Vera project. It was very formative. (laughs) It's just crazy to me that that sort of space exists on a very like present level. Like mm-hmm. everything's like above board sort of way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like not used to that because in LA it's that right. would be impossible. That's <laughs> wild. Impossible. Yeah. It's, it's, we're lucky to have it for sure because yeah, all the other venues, I mean, there's some other venues that are all ages all the time. Like there's this radio station, Hollow Earth Radio. They're really and cool. They're really cool. We played a bunch of shows there. Um, they like just remodeled and they're like, or it's just a really great space. And it's like community run. And what else? I mean, that's kind of like, those are like the two like official. Yeah. Cause like bars things. will sometimes do all ages shows, yeah. but it's a bar. It's still, still a, bar. a bar. Yeah. 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 And I feel like inherently so many like spaces with alcohol like aren't safe for underage kids and that's very much like something I think about like even at house shows thinking about how like I want it to be a space that's safe for everyone but also like any space with like drugs and alcohol isn't safe for everyone Mm -hmm. so something I think about a lot cool (laughs) there's Emma again (laughs) behind us (laughs) looking in the if window asking, if they're asking to go inside they can it's totally fine we can cut all this out you can make noise you can oh, come in okay. I, <laughs> it's not live i mean I didn't know either it's not live you can come in and out as you need cool. don't worry about it so we <laughs> clip that out 
cool. Uh, can you guys play another thing, please? Sure, sure can. What? Uh, crazy CD? Yeah, let's do it. This what? is called Craigslist Cutie, and it's about when you buy something from someone off Craigslist and they're hot, but you don't want them to think that you're like going to murder them. Like, but you're like, <laughs> how could I ask them out? You know? So yeah, short songs. Short songs. We, we love, love them. We love short songs. We love short songs. We write short songs. Yeah, it's I, it's easier. You just want to say hi. Oh, <laughs> we just don't have. I mean, we have a lot to say, but I mean, we don't want to like make people bored. Yeah, we don't want to overstay <laughs> our, our welcome. Taste. Yeah. Know? Also, I love like I love to play a set that's like only 25 minutes but oh, we've played yes. like 12 songs exactly like, yes <laughs> i think that it's like so fun mm -hmm. and ridiculous like i mm -hmm. think that that really our motto is that we're like 10 percent music 90 percent comedy and i think that that really <laughs> fits into that because it's like we maybe we go up there after like a stupid boy band and then we just play like ridiculous songs that are super short and i just think that that's so like absurd and funny yep and i love to do that <laughs> yeah it's you know what? There's something very elegant about having a short song because you're saying everything you want to say very quickly. Exactly. exactly. You edit it down. Exactly. No time for fluff. Yeah. No, no time. No time for fluff. You know, yeah. We're like... Leave the people wanting more. Leave the people wanting more. That's definitely... You're so right, Zeke. That's definitely what I was looking forward to say. Yeah, what, one of my other good friends, uh, I love this band. It's called Cares Walk Home, but they have a song that's 12 minutes long. Oh. <laughs> it's a very good song, mm -hmm. but like if they choose to play that song, they're, they have like that song and maybe two others. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like a commitment. Mm -hmm. It's a commitment. It is a commitment. It's a commitment to like 
a lot of things. I think that we like to talk a lot and I think that this lets us say a lot of things really quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Maybe someday we'll write our, you know, like Jesus of suburbia or something. Oh, <laughs> we, oh, we definitely will. That, 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 I was actually going to ask, like, do you plan on, like, do you think this is always going to be like the type of style that you write in or mm, what do you think? I don't know. I think that some stuff, I have a lot of stuff that like, isn't, Hardly Boys stuff like I have like my own songs but I've brought a couple to them a, a couple of them to the band in the past like month or so so um they're a little bit longer and like a little bit not slower but just I mean I don't think we're like set in any particular style like yeah. we've changed a decent amount since we've started anyways like yeah. I'm pretty open to like trying whatever people want to try mm-hmm. yeah we're not like yeah, like we've been embracing lately that we're a pop punk band, mm-hmm. which I think gives us a lot of um, leeway for when like wiggle room. I'd agree. Because we can do punk. anything with that. Also, like what's even a genre? It doesn't <laughs> even matter. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> but I, I guess that, to some people it does, but I don't know. <laughs> to some people, t- I don't know. <laughs> to the algorithms it does. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> it's funny because on... um. So we released an album over the summer and I am, we just like released it. Well, we released it through our label that we also run called Make Fart Records. And um, when I put it on like all the streaming services and stuff. So for Apple Music, like your only selections are like punk slash metal. And so I selected that because I was like, okay, sure. But on Apple Music now, we're listed as a metal band. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is so funny. Hardcore, dude. That's good. (laughs) Hardcore. We're all about throwing off the algorithms. No, I want a metalhead to like just come upon this band and be really into it. Yeah, like accidentally listen to it and then be like, I should have been listening to this all my life. Well, it's like there's no better feeling than going to a show and seeing a guy with like a big mohawk and like a jean jacket just like pogoing or something. And you're like, ha ha. (laughs) We We got him. We've done it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, well, you said you brought up Make Fart Records. Mm-hmm. So what's so what's the deal with that? I, I think what's in the, the in the past you mentioned that that came about because you needed that for Spotify. But I don't know how true or not that is. Yeah. So originally we were like, well, we were really figuring out how we were going to get. I where am I going to start? We were <laughs> OK. So originally we were going to do this thing where you can get on Spotify for free, like if you're a label. But then oh. so we were like, OK, cool. Let's do it. Let's make our own. Like label, but then we were like, "Well, this is a lot of work. We don't want to become an LLC or anything like that. So let's just pay for it, but keep the name Make Fart, just as a like a an encompassing thing." Well, and we've been like hand making all of our tapes and stuff, so it's like we might as well like we put all this work into it. Let's just yeah, that's look a little bit more official. Yeah, we do make tapes and like so we've made we've made our tapes, um, Emma Toyota's, um, and then like two New York band, well, one New York band, Nudes, and then Alien Girl is like not... From Grinnell, Iowa. Yeah, Grinnell, Iowa. They go to Grinnell. So one of them is in T-Rex to see. So um, yeah, so then it just kind of turned into like us just making tapes for people and having a lot of fun doing it. And yeah. It's been a fun time. It's been a fun time. We need a new tape maker though. We do need a tape maker. You know, know. I know a lot of people who make tapes, but I've never actually asked what the process is for that. How, How... it's laborious. Yeah, it really it is. It's well because it we sucks. have like our tape deck can only make one at a time. So I've oh, just no. been like making them one at a time. And I'll usually just like 
watch TV or like hang out with people while I do it. But it takes up the stereo so you can't listen to music while you're doing it mm-hmm. unless you want to listen to the same album over and over again. I mean, you could listen to it from something else, like your phone. <laughs> like you no, could listen like to music the, on your phone, it, yeah. not through the stereo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole no like, fun the thing is okay the, yeah the thing is too like obviously none of us are experts in cassettes so it's like learning as we go and like figuring out like what random pieces of technology we have that we can use to make it work which we've kind of done yeah we figured it out we figured it out goodwill sells tape decks that makes it a lot easier yeah you can always find a tape deck at goodwill you can always yeah you just like plug it in from your computer run it onto the tape you got a tape <laughs> <laughs> ideally (laughs) but that's kind of the process (laughs) yeah are there certain people that you want to like is it just your friends pretty much who are like on make fart with y'all um yeah or have you like reached out to people that you like didn't know so nudes and alien girl like we only know them both because when emma toyota went on tour with t-rex to see um Trish, Trish from, from nudes. nudes was playing guitar yeah. for T-Rexacy. And then um, Vera from T-Rexacy is in Alien Girl. So they both actually like reached out to us about um, helping them press tapes and stuff. So we're kind of... And, and Emma has sent calls out of being like, hey, please hit us up. Like we have resources to kind of like... We have resources and time to like make <coughs> tapes and we know how to do it. So... We're kind of like open to whatever, but we're not actively searching mm-hmm. <laughs> because we, we're really just out here for a good time. <laughs> but if you're listening to this and you need some tapes pressed, um, hit us up at makefartrecords. No, no. Makefartrecords at gmail.com. <laughs> and maybe just something like, will happen. <laughs> yeah. Like us on Facebook, message us on Instagram, all those things. You'll get one of us. <laughs> Are y'all writing a new record right now? What's what's happening? What's the new stuff? Well, we're we have a lot of new songs. We um, do, and we're probably going to record them this spring or summer. Ideally, as a plan. Yeah, like in an EP, probably. Yeah, looking for more of an EP. Yeah, yeah, because a record is a lot of work, and we have a lot of stuff. But um, yeah, we don't know if we're ready for a record yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think you you've said in in, in different interviews that like so far all. Your EPs and records have been like a collection of songs that you've had kind mm-hmm. of just laying around. Mm-hmm. Is that something you're going to keep doing or do you, do you want to get to a point where you're like, okay, we're writing a record. Oh, right. Here's the songs for the record. And they all have a theme no. that is this. Right. I've never thought about I've that. I've literally well, never even thought about like, Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel really like we write songs. Goals, yeah, we really write yeah. songs where it's like, oh, like either like I'm angry about this specific thing or like this specific thing is like funny. Uh, Yeah. I think it's more like an album for us is more of just like a reflection of us. So like, I don't think that I couldn't see us writing a record like, for a record, record. (laughs) I think because I wouldn't be like authentic to like however we were feeling when we wrote a specific song, Mm -hmm. like in our process of writing. So, but who knows? <laughs> Anything could be in store. Anything. Who could know? Who could know? But yes, so we, we will hopefully have like a new EP sure. t- by the end of the summer, definitely. Mm-hmm. And yeah, maybe some music videos. Who knows? I mean, I really think that speaks to like 
that explains to me sort of like what this band is trying to do, which is just sort of play and make cool things. Yeah. And it seems like like all your songs are very much a reflection of the moment that you made those songs. Mm-hmm. And so it's so it seems like like each EP or album or whatever is like very much a, a snapshot mm-hmm. of that time yeah. when you were writing all of those yeah i think so i think that as a band we need immediacy like we need like to yeah. be in whatever we're feeling and i think that that like the way that we write and like how we play and do things kind of relates to that that's why i have short songs yeah there's exactly no time. seriously there's, there's no, no time. time we're running out of time we're all dying <laughs> <laughs> but we are i just turned 21 i'm, I'm old now it's <laughs> <laughs> not true <laughs> Cool. Um, I wanted to also ask about how you, you all have used Tinder as a as a <laughs> as a. I think Miranda will probably have the as answer a networking for that tool. One. <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> well, okay. So I love Tinder. I go to a women's college, um, and it's a very small school, and it's hard out there, you know. Um, but. Uh, on our first tour, it was like group Tinder had just been released. They were like, you like can do... Like the day that we like were going on. Like the day that we went on we tour, like, I think. So we made a group Tinder and we were really wiling out on it. And <laughs> so, okay. So our very first tour, we were like 18. I was like 18. And um, we get to like the bay and I think we got like three people from group Tinder mm-hmm. to come to our yeah. show. One of them we knew because we had played a show with him before. But like the others, I think were just randos that came to our show. And then at the show, first off, it was a weird show. We were playing in a cave like on outside in oh, San Francisco. I, I know exactly what you're Bath The Citro Bath Yes. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so we were playing there and like... I somehow amassed this crowd of people around me and I was doing like a little like workshop on how to have a successful Tinder. (laughs) (laughs) And like all these randos were just asking me questions about it. And I said, let me tell you. (laughs) Let me tell you about this dating app. Let me tell you about this here dating app. What were the tips? (laughs) I don't don't even remember. Let me think of what my tips would be now, though. Like. Uh, always have a picture of yourself, be your first picture, unless it's like the funniest thing in the world. Even then though. Even then though. Like, although, okay. So like, you know, that picture that's like Eric Andre and Danny DeVito's faces mashed together. Have you seen it? Yes. (laughs) So I like, this guy had that as his first photo and I clicked on it because I was like, that's funny. I love this picture. Mm. So you know, sometimes it might work. It speaks to a certain type of person. It speaks to a certain type of person. Mm -hmm. Um, what other tips? Don't have an anthem unless you really need it. Unless you think it's so funny. Yeah. Or like, like don't have a serious anthem yeah. on your profile. Because it's so weird. <laughs> what else? Zeke, do you have any tips? Um, I don't have any Tinder tips, unfortunately. You had a good Tinder. My Tinder, my bio just said Prince Fanatic. And that's all it that's said. That's funny. That's pretty good. It's good. Yeah. I mean, it worked. It worked. It worked. Got you, <laughs> got you Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Emma, any tips? Honestly, no, I was the worst. And I haven't been on that app <laughs> since like a year ago. Well, I'm still very much on it. So if you're listening to this and you're looking to fall in love, um, follow me on Instagram. <laughs> and then if we're in the same city and then at if we happen to be in the same city, maybe we can make something work. True. <laughs> I just think it was really smart to like have a group Tinder that so it's kind of just like a roaming billboard it when really you're on is. tour. It's genius. Did they get rid of group Tinder? 
I no, don't know. It's still there, I think. But also, so we were just down in Austin during South by Southwest. We played some unofficial stuff. And I saw all these people who had like their all their showcase dates in their bio on Tinder. And I was like... Fair enough. It's kind of smart. Like, it's pretty good. I'm not. not I here. thought about doing it, but I was like, I can't. But <laughs> it's funny. It was. It's you know, got it. It's all about self promotion. Yeah. See, I'm asking because you're actually the second band I've talked to that has benefited yeah. as a group from Tinder. It's a thing because this band who I really love and they're friends of ours is the Lovins. And they got their drummer through Tinder because they're just like, we're looking for a drummer. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> we're not looking for anything else, but we're looking for That's a drummer. That's so smart. Because there's a lot wow. of people on yeah. that app. <laughs> there really are. There's actually like a new app now that's like Tinder for bands. So it's like to find bandmates. I don't remember what it's called, but um, I think it's like new. It's like a startup. But um, but see, just use Tinder to find bandmates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I think I would rather do that because you're going to have a bigger pool of people. Because... Exactly. Well, no, I'm not going to be a hater, but you have a bigger pool of people on Tinder. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Can you all play another thing, please? Yeah, we can. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a little switcheroo. You're in middle school? And for those of you that can't see, because this is a podcast, Emma and I are switching guitar and bass. I just knocked over Emma's jewel. <laughs> not the jewel. Yeah, baby. This is for all of you. What's your favorite song in this band to play? Ooh. To play. Or not mm-hmm. even to play. Just in general. Just favorite song in general. Maybe it is your favorite because you like to play yeah. it. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I've been having a lot of fun playing Craigslist Cutie, which is the song that we played before this. Um, it's like a new song, and I just love to play it. I love, I feel like I'm gaining a lot of confidence with my voice, and I feel great when I sing that song. So, yeah. Jeez, I don't know. Um, I also really like playing Craigslist Cutie. I feel like it's like uh, it's like fast, which I like playing. Uh, I don't know. I really like low power mode. I always feel like I feel good about that song in like a way that's like I'm not like bored with it. I just feel good about it, which is nice. That's sweet. That is sweet. I don't know. It's <laughs> so hard. <laughs> Houseboat's super like fun and silly to play. Um I feel like Icy Boys is really funny because like always mm-hmm. like telling the story before <laughs> yeah. about the song. Um it's also super fun to sing. Um I don't know. It's a hard that's a hard question. <laughs> I mean, those are all fair answers so far. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah. What do you mean you've uh, been getting more confidence in your voice? Did you, is this, has this been a development? Yeah, I think it has been. I think that I, um, I don't know. I think that I just like always, well, I used to get really, really, really bad stage fright. Like I used to like literally, like, I think you can attest to this, Emma, of like, yeah, I used to be like, before this, I didn't anyone, like, I would be like so like had to leave right after like, like or like more go in the bathroom like but now I'm like I feel super mm-hmm. I'm excited to play shows I love to play shows and like definitely on this tour even more I've been just like feeling like yeah I'm a good singer which is like a good feeling like <laughs> I think that it's it's hard to be confident because so much of it is like you being like well I don't want to seem like I'm egotistical but it's like no i'm just confident like i feel good yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah when did that stage fright go away that's it's surprising mm-hmm. to hear that just because talking to you right now you seem like a very you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. you have good presence thank you i'm an introverted extrovert so it really <laughs> i love to trick people um i don't know i like, feel like at first, like when we first started playing, I got like kind of like nervous. And then like, I feel like for bigger shows, I definitely get a little nervous. But honestly, like I'm comfortable now. Like, yeah. I think it's it's just like fun for me to go mm-hmm. up. It's not like yeah. a nerve wracking thing necessarily. I yeah. think it's just because we make it fun. Yeah. And we have the opportunity like in between to just like joke around or like let yeah. loose a little bit. Yeah, I think it definitely also really, yeah, it correlates to like us getting closer to each yeah. other of just like the, I know that they're going to support me like trust no matter what trust yo seriously yeah like i trust them a lot like and i think that we uh and even if we have like a bad show or like i'm mad about something i know i can talk to them about it and like they probably feel the same (laughs) (laughs) we can all just be angry together Together. yeah i also feel like the like when you do play like a big show or something like after you get through that nerve rackingness Mm -hmm. then after that it's like okay like i could do that Mm -hmm. i can do this and i get to just kind of relax a little bit yeah it's definitely about milestones too of like at first like playing a house show is really scary and then like playing at the rare project is really scary but then you get over it and then like whatever yeah milestones and then you get over it and you're like i can do anything Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Cool. And then, well, since we're talking about shows, what's the best show y'all have ever played? And what's the weirdest thing that's ever happened at a show? Oh, geez. That's so hard. Okay. One of my favorite shows we've ever played. Well, a show that really jumps out to me is like our show that we played at Bridgetown DIY last or over the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, it was so fun. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. It was just a really, really fun show. And I like think our show before had been weird. Yes. We played a show in LA like the night before. Where in LA? Uh, it was at like, it was like downtown, downtown. LA in like a warehouse thing. Yes. Like okay. the third floor of this like <laughs> industrial building. It was weird. Um, it was fun, but it was weird. Um, but, um, so then the next day playing this like totally like DIY, like everyone was so nice. Like all the bands were mm-hmm. super great. Like, I think that that always makes a show feel great. Like when you've had a really bad show and then you play a really good show, you're like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> like, I love to play music. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that stands out to me as like a really great show. Yeah. That was a, I love that show. Yeah. Well, any others? I think just like. For me, like just remembering, like being so happy and excited to mm-hmm. play a show was like when Taco Ghana kind of asked oh us to God. like yeah. open oh, for that. that. Would be it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Looking back on it now, it's just like that was so fun. And like we've grown so much since then. Yeah. And like and that, that was one just of those shows that like so gave exciting. Us too. Yeah. Exactly. Totally. It was so exciting. Yeah. We played, it was Taco Cat's record release. They did like two shows. Um, They did an all ages one and then like a 21 plus one. So we played like the matinee all ages and it was, yeah, that was like, it was super fun. So fun. Well, and especially too, like when we first started as a band, it was like, at least for me, it was like, that was like the band that we all had in common that we all listened to. Yeah. It was Taco Cat. Yeah. It's just like very cool. Yeah. Yeah. That makes you, it feels good. Like you, yes. like you've reached a certain point. Mm-hmm. Very validating. Validating. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A weird show. Or a weird thing. Or a weird thing. Um, Perhaps on a tour. Usually yeah, things go wrong on a I'm tour. I'm trying to think. Well, we did luck our way into that La Luz show last tour, oh, which was yeah. weird, but really cool. Yeah. So over the summer when we were on tour, we were going to Idaho, and I don't know how it happened, but our show fell through. Like, literally, we were on the way to Idaho, and our show fell through, and we were like, what? So I was like looking at what else was happening and like Luz was playing in Idaho like in Boise that night so we were like well let's just message them because you never know so we got in touch with like the booker and they were like yeah you can open so we played and it was like really insane and it ended up being like an awesome like show like a lot of people were there like, yeah really like fun. a lot of people were yeah, there that's so funny. They're like a big band. They're yeah. really big. And we just yeah. like really no, I love that. Yeah. It was funny too because one of the first songs like Emma and Anna and I ever played together mm-hmm. was a Lelou's song. Yeah. And they Before played it. I was in the band. And they did play that song at the show and we were like, ah. Um, yeah. Also a weird That's thing. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That was so cool. Yeah. A crazy thing that happened to us on last tour was also we were, so we were driving. So, okay, oh. no, we, we played in oh. Flagstaff, Arizona, and then we had to get to LA. But the thing is, the car that we took over the summer didn't have any AC. No. Yeah. Middle of the summer. No. Driving through the desert. So no. we said, we said, we played in Flagstaff. It was an early night. So we were like, hey, let's just drive, drive all night to LA so we can skip the heat because it'll be dark. We won't have to uh-huh. worry. 
great idea. It's a great idea in theory. So we start driving. We're like two hours in. It's like 3 a.m. And then all of a sudden. That's probably a little. uh, Never mind. Okay. (laughs) And then like all of a sudden the car starts like shaking. It's like thud, 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 thud. Like Zeke was driving. We had to pull over to the side. We had a strip tire. So we had to like call AAA, but it was middle of the night, middle of the desert. So they didn't come to like 5 a.m. And then it was like the AAA guy's first day on the job. So he like couldn't help us at all. So we ended up having to like rip the muffler of our car off in the middle of the the desert using a hammer. Like we literally ripped the car apart, basically. We were Um, all three of us under there just like banging at it. Yes. And that was the night before that weird show I was just saying we played in L.A. So it was like just we hadn't slept for like 36 hours. Like that was crazy. That was Mm -hmm. one of the craziest, weirdest things that's happened to us probably. Most accomplished though. Most accomplished. So good. It felt really good tearing that muffler off. We ripped off the muffler. And then we didn't have a muffler for the rest of tour. Yes. We had to leave our windows open so we didn't get asphyxiated by the exhaust. So, really punk, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, that's that's a pretty good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, it's something. We cool. live to tell the tale. Cool. Um, where can people find your music online? You can find us on Bandcamp, SoundCloud, Spotify, Tidal, Apple Music, Google Music, <laughs> basically anywhere you want to stream music, YouTube. you can find us. YouTube. We have two music videos online. Um, but if you can, you should buy it on Bandcamp. Really, Tidal? It's just a, when you buy when you pay CD Baby to put your music online, huh. they just put it on everything. Huh. So I've never listened to us on title, but you can. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that anyone has. <laughs> well, maybe my friend Lydia. Shout out Lydia. She, I'll, I'll ask her. She has title. We'll see what she says. <laughs> have you listened to our band? I'll, I'll text her right after this. On, on the surface, <laughs> Lydia, you better have. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, close us out with one last song. Great. This is Houseboat. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> song <laughs> I know. real easy to sing along to real easy the one word chorus yes <laughs> cool you feel thank good thank you yeah that was so fun yeah. thanks thank so you. much Woo, great <laughs> that's it cool that was so fun good you're a great interviewer
Thank you for listening to The Living Room. This week, our guest was Hardly Boys, and you can find them online at hardlyboys.bandcamp.com. The Living Room was created by Lucas Cathy and Karina Taylor, recorded by Masters and Jeremy Scott at the Palisades, and produced by Hannah Moraz. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or whatever podcast app you happen to prefer. If you have questions or would like to chat with us, email thelivingroompodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. Special thanks goes to Chris Taniguchi for helping on social media, the residents of the Palisades for dealing with our noise, and of course, thank you for listening listening.